that, that, that's where it's abstracted. Um, the four quadrants as a book, has it got a predecessor precedent? For, for instance, is it inspired by a very specific text apart from the Bible? I think it's... Uh, the have you been influenced by some other reading that had just dropped the penny on you and said, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I've got to do. I think it's, it's a personal, one I would say is a personal inspiration. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a really, really personal inspiration. So it's very original it's in terms very, of its, very, its inspiration. It's very, 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 very inspirational. I think I've had this uh, idea for about, you know, almost 10 years. You know, I've had this idea of most of, yeah, it's over 10 years. As a matter of fact, when I was writing my first key book, a life for a purpose, which you can also get it uh, worldwide online, wherever you are. Um, probably you might see it on the screen as you watch uh, this this interview. Um, was inspired by this, but then I thought that we, the life for a purpose should come first, okay. uh, and then this comes second because this one builds you and redefines greatness, you know, to the eyes of the world and to the eyes of society. Uh, obviously, I've done a lot of reading um, to, to buttress these points, and that is how I can say this book affects you physically, spiritually, emotionally, and intellectually. Because intellectually, you find out that there are so much readings um, that that have gone in this book um, that before before coming out. Uh, men like Miles Monroe, who is not alive today, has also influenced me in a very very massive way and you know people from uh, general readings from different places um great men who are still alive this book from great from grass to great um some key key stuffs that has really um influenced me um to get to this level so i would say it's only personal inspiration but we also stand on the shoulders of those who have gone ahead of us to always, always. you know to, to to do something better mm -hmm. And that is where this book is coming from. Mm, that's good. Thank you for that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, um, can we move into some very specific elements in the book? For instance, on that quadrant two, yeah. uh, you introduce the concept of multiply. Uh, and you argue that if you fail to move to the next level after bearing fruits, mm or achieving your goal, yeah. you fade away. That yeah. is in specifically in page 48. Mm. Have you considered other implications of such an argument? For instance, it could equally imply that uh, driving people to never feel satisfied with, uh, with what they have, never being grateful to God for doing things. You always want things more. Again, it starts hypothetically assuming that theme of vanity. Mm. I might be very wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deep question, you know, to, to really open it up. Uh, but on the part, when you think on it in a negative way, then you can you, or look at it from a different point of view, not a negative per se, but in a different point of view, you might, you might pick it up on that. But we are destined for more. Uh, I think, yeah, we are everyone listening to me, you are destined for more. You know, yesterday is good. What you did yesterday is good. But you have to know that yesterday's achievement must be improved upon. And that is where the principle of multiplication is, 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 comes to play. 
I see a lot of people who have been fruitful. Uh, when we talk of fruit, let me just give you as a personal example. When I have, when you have a degree, it is a fruit. But what you do to it is what 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 we term multiplication. You know, it's about doing something with what you have. Basically, that is it. Now, if you become satisfied, for instance, if students is listening to me, or students is listening to me, become satisfied with the with the degree that you just had, and not do something with it, you shortcut the the, 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 the whole nation from improving. And, you know, coming from where I'm coming from, like I said, this book has been personal inspiration, basically because of the environment that I grew in, uh, where we, we, we produce so much, for instance, we produce so much students, but then at the end, you know, students now depend on government to produce, yeah. produce uh, jobs, jobs yeah. for them. But if you want to really multiply the fruits that you received, it, it means that you can create something. Somebody said, even the money to do it is not there. Yeah. Why don't you do partnership then? We can partner together with four or five people and start with little. And yes. I've seen these principles work in my oh, own yes. personal lives yes. and it's still yes. working. Yes. And this is where this is the concept of multiplication and this is the mm -hmm. angle we are coming from with multiplication to say, hey, whatever you have, you know, don't just sit on your laurels. There is still inside of there's still much inside of you. It does not matter how you began, but it matters how you end. And um, if you have started, don't say because you started, don't look at yesterday's uh, failures or even yesterday's success, but rather spring forward and do something with what you have and even more because we are destined for more. And this is where the principle is coming from. So anybody who is, who is on the chapter of multiplication 48 above or page 48 above should begin to think, you know, like I said, I wrote the book in a way to challenge people's yeah. Um, yeah. you know, thinking from the, the the usual kind of way we think. Okay. Yes, sir. That's, that's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, th th there was a point in my reading where uh, I did just exclaim, aha, mm. that's, that's, that felt as if uh, it was coming, and here it is. <laughs> where you actually argue that recognition of talent is that self recognition of talent is actually akin to, to achieving dominion. Yes, when you now recognize that, yeah, I've got something that is special mm. in me that I can offer to the world, then you begin, begin to uh, uh, achieve dominion. Yeah. How did you, how can you really, really break it down? How did it come about that? I think it's a very, very powerful question, and I think one of the greatest things, everyone, or the first, if somebody asks me what is the first key to, to greatness, uh, is that question. I'll normally put it in with self-awareness. Okay. That's why we, I have so, a whole chapter on self-awareness. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you have to discover yourself. Now, if you don't discover something, how do you become great in that thing that you want to do? Discovery, self-discovery or self-awareness is the first key. You must know yourself to grow yourself. Somebody should write this down. You must know yourself to grow yourself. If you don't know yourself, you can't grow yourself. If you don't know yourself and if you don't know where you are going, you are lost. Should I meet you on the way? I ask you what is your name. You don't even know your name. Where are you going? You tell me you don't know where you are going. Then how can, you, how can I direct you? You understand? Yeah. And as simple as this is, this is why the first key is the ability to be aware of who you are, 
ability to be aware of what you do. Now, I, you know, coming back to where I'm coming from as well, mm -hmm. let me use myself as an example. I never discovered my talent until I finished school. I finished university. Think, come to think of it. Went to university for four years, but to tell the truth, I never discovered myself until I, I finished university and I began to do certain things. Now you ask me, then what did I go to university to do? I let me sometimes share it with you with an example. Just give me a brief minute to just answer because the question yes, yes, that yes. you just asked is a very very key question. That is, uh, mm -hmm. that if we can have this understanding, our world will change and uh, our society will change. I work with a young lady. She is doing a massive course, you know, in 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 the uni, and um, I ask her. Normally, when I want to find people to answer their self-awareness, I ask them this question, and I'm asking anybody who is listening to us. What do you want out of life? Yes, you are doing this, you are doing... What do you want out of life? If you can critically answer that question well, then I pray for you and I, and, 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 and I, and I wish you all the world. But most of the times, whether I am in a seminar or whether I meet people on the way or when people come to me after a talk somewhere and you ask them that question, they don't know what they want out of life, even though they are doing so many things. Education is of no use to us if we are not first of all self-aware of ourselves. If you are aware of who you want to become in the next five, ten years, then you can now educate yourself and education becomes very, very powerful. Hmm. Very, very true. Very, very true. And a whole generation is going down the lane because we are born and we have a status quo of go to school, get married, have children, have a job, and perish and go back into the grave. Mm -hmm. And that's why we normally say, like my, 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 my inspiration, Miles Monroe normally say that the graveyard is the most richest place on earth because it includes people who are never aware of themselves, who never discovered that talent, who never discovered themselves, or discovered the talent, but they played it down because society said, this is what you should do to get money. Mm -hmm. And that's why talent, discovering yourself, and the principle of self-awareness, for instance, is a principle, you can't change it, is key to whatever you want to achieve in the mm -hmm. next 20, 40, 50 years of your life. I particularly spotted this with my aha, because it means quite a lot in uh, my own practice yeah. and in my own professional uh, setting. Mm. Isn't, but I still have this question, isn't self-awareness the product of something else? For instance, the product of self-reflection. And secondly, do we really ref reflect enough <laughs> on ourselves? We don't, unfortunately. Yeah. We don't. Unfortunately, we don't. You know, I think today we are living in a, in a busy world. Uh, everything is busy. I always say 24 hours is, is not enough today for the average average person. If you're not careful, the system of the world is structured in such a way that you wake up from morning to night and by the time you sink into your chair, you are so tired. And at the end, you ask yourself, what have I done with my life? You are chasing something as well. God of mercy, you are chasing something. actually so looking at yourself. So, reflecting yourself <laughs> is the key component to discovering yourself. Yeah. And because a lot of people cannot reflect or think of the set time to think, every successful person they miss Set, out the product they, of awareness. <laughs> you know, problem. busyness, hurriness. Uh -huh. We are always in a busy. Three things that will destroy you. One is busy. Two is hurry. Three is noise. 
I'm talking of I'm not talking of outside noise. No, I'm no. talking of inside noise in your mind. You know, Mental think of and psychological noise. Well, so, so many of us crap up anyway. And that's why I keep telling <laughs> exactly. And that's why I keep <laughs> telling people that you, we need to be disciplined. Now what this book will get you, it will get you to be disciplined. You know, motivation gets you growing. I always tell people. And so I don't motivate people. And if you are watching this, I'm, we are not doing this interview, and Doc is not interviewing me just to motivate you. I want people to be disciplined, and that's why this book is coming in. Motivation gets you going, but discipline gets you growing. Now my question to somebody listening to me is, do you want well, to just go, yes. or you want to grow? Mm -hmm. I like growing people, and that's what this book is written. It's growing big people, yes. and it will grow you no matter who you are. To grow you because it will pick you from process to techniques from levels to levels and that's why i would say thank you thank you <laughs> thank you very much yeah um the other thing is that sometimes you read and uh if you are somebody who uh has the habit of reading and trying to imagine that what if this was being read by somebody who was thinking in this way, and that's the way I read. Um, when when you read the concept of result orientation, mm. which is picked up in point in parts of the book, yeah, uh, and then you highlight the the notion of being a tree full of leaves mm. and no fruits. Mm -hmm. An interesting metaphor, isn't it? But some trees are, are planted for their leaves. <laughs> isn't it really interesting that you say that if trees have leaves, if you're a tree, you've got leaves and you've not got seeds, you will not be equally as useful. <laughs> mm, that's, that's a, you know, I, I like, thank you very much for, for, for this because it is a, it is a key, a key stuff. Uh, one of the things that I, I can say is that, you know, if we are to put all the ideas into the book, you, you won't have, a, you, you can't even read it. And today, whenever, as an author, when you're writing a book, you also take into perspective a lot of people don't like to read. So you have to get people to read. And I also appreciate uh, interviews like this because uh, I like, it brings out the author's mind. You know, like you rightly said, there are some trees that are not supposed to bear fruit. <laughs> Um, and for their leaves. <laughs>